The day after the verdict came in, even though the long trial was over and Christmas was little more than a week away, there were still surprises. One of the male jurors contacted Fred Whedon and arranged to meet him at a Friday Harbor Tavern on December 16th, the day after the verdict's announcement. Bruce Cohen said now that he had misunderstood the evidence on one of the want ads Ruth had placed in mid-August 1980. Cohen told Whedon that he had seen the newspaper ad that showed Ruth was selling a three-bedroom house within a week of her husband's disappearance. He believed it was her own home that she was selling, and now realized that it was not, but only a friend's. Ruth had only inserted her own phone number in the ad. If I'd known that, Cohen told Whedon, it would have been a hung jury. But the state had never said that Ruth was selling her own home, nor had Whedon offered evidence that she was not. Judicial precedent would not call for a new trial or a mistrial because of the manner in which a juror's mind reached an opinion. Not unless there was jury misconduct. Legal experts pointed out that there must be some finality in trials. If jurors' mental processes were to be examined endlessly, trials could go on forever. Whatever jurors think or view inside the jury room is permitted— but jurors cannot do investigations on their own, such as visiting crime scenes by themselves, talking to witnesses, or looking at exhibits that have not been admitted. That would be outside the pale. Ruth had quickly put a number of items up for sale after Rolf left, but not her house. Not until she advertised it in the Wall Street Journal in May 1981, after Ray Cleaver and Greg Doss had begun to question her, Juror Cohen's second thoughts did not lead to a new trial. On January 13, 1986, after spending the holidays in jail, Ruth Nesland was sentenced to life in prison. While prosecutors argued for a 30-year minimum, Judge Bibb said he would recommend a minimum of only 20 years. Even with time off for good behavior, Ruth would have to serve 13 years and 7 months, at 65 and in poor health, it was not likely she would leave prison alive. But, for now, Ruth was still fighting. I didn't kill my husband. I wouldn't. I couldn't, she said once more. She recalled that she and Rolf had their ups and downs, and that the latter had become more frequent. She admitted that she had been feeling sorry for herself and that her last few years had been what the young people call a real drag. Pleading with Judge Bibb to find some way for her to go home, Ruth said, I wouldn't hurt Rolf, let alone kill him. Whether it's twenty or thirty years, it's not going to matter because I'm not going to last very long. You and I both know it. Ruth went home on January 25th, with the loyal support of eight San Juan County friends who mortgaged their homes to raise the $150,000 security bond needed before she could be released, she returned to the home she and Rolf had once called Shangri-La. While Fred Whedon appealed her sentence, she planned to return to running her bed-and-breakfast business. Ruth Nesland had numerous islanders who believed in her innocence, many of whom were well-respected citizens. One was Charlotte Paul Reese, the author. Reese was a former member of the Washington State Board of Prisons and Paroles, 
and a presidential appointee to the U.S. Board of Paroles. She wrote to Judge Bibb to ask that Ruth be granted a retrial, or at the very least, that she be released on her own personal recognizance. Ruth could hold her head up high, reassured in the knowledge that influential people believed in her. She had always had a good grip on the English language, one that belied her lack of formal education, and she spoke to Seattle Post Intelligencer reporter Larry Lang in an interview in which she castigated those who she felt had unfairly seen her convicted of murder. She was very angry at Winnie K. Stafford, who was despondent after she testified. She scoffed at the idea that Winnie Kay was competent enough to speak out against her in court. If I have any feeling for her, Ruth said.